Hey, this is New The Mayor from Kickback TV Live from Atlanta, The Righteous Ratchet. And if you're like me, you're into content. And you got to have new content every day. That's why we do the podcast. We'll Flipboard curates the world stories so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. So get started right now with Flipboard.com. F-L-I-P-B-O-A-R-D.com. Come on, come on. So, Kickback TV, and we're going right into it because we're on Facebook, but we're transitioning to YouTube. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, everybody gets you caught up. We're moving the video broadcast to YouTube. Because Facebook ain't cut the check. Uh-huh. It's as simple as that. We've been doing this show for almost seven years. We we're got good numbers every week, and Facebook ain't cut the check. Thank you to our fans for supporting us, but real talk, I don't think y'all would get mad if we got paid for y'all's support. You know what uh, I'm and saying? You guys can Ridiculous. always cash at me. Um, dollar sign, knew the mayor, N U T H E M A Y O R. If you want to tip, you know, tip me, if you want to tip us and show love, I'll make a kickback TV cash app. And y'all can send in a dollar, twenty dollars, a billion dollars every show. Actually, you set that up with YouTube. Boom. Boom. And that's why we're going to YouTube. Jeremy yeah, just it, broke it down. It's really that and, um, simple. Really that simple. And, and, and let me, I mean, rude. Uh, we'll introduce ourselves as we normally do at some point, uh, but this is Nicole. Hey guys, she's gonna be co-hosting with us tonight, and this is Jeremy. You've seen him before. He's every gonna be co-hosting. Once in a while. Every once in a while, co-hosting with us tonight. Yeah, exactly. And a, a kickback is a gathering. It's a party. It's a, it's, it's a, a gathering of friends where we drink and we smoke and we play cards and we watch TV and we watch movies. Good times. It's, it's a good time. And kickback TV is basically a kickback me and JB throw. So mm-hmm. you never know who's going to be sitting with us. Right, There's right. some faces you guys have seen with right. us a lot. Right. There's some faces you've only seen a couple times. Real talk, people. a lot of people are going to be coming through that y'all will have heard on the, on the air, on the broadcast over the years. Because this is actually what happens every single week. And real, real talk, it's been happening for seven years. Yeah. Man, we've been doing this across a bunch of different platforms. Mm-hmm. We... And like I'm not being arrogant when I say this for real, y'all. We are like some pioneers in this podcast shit. (laughs) You know, like if if you go back to when it was the New the Man show, you know, JV Frank. Frank, You go back to those days. You go back when it was an internet uh, radio show. Uh You go back to when it was an internet TV show. You go to when it was a, a Facebook Live show. To when it was on YouTube, to it now being a podcast, like the show has had several different iterations because we followed the trail, right? And there was no blueprint. Right. Nobody did it before us. It no. wasn't no niggas in their house doing a show like this, a podcast like this. They had to catch on. So we didn't have a blueprint to go. Oh, you do it this way, you do it that way. We made it up as we went along. We are the blueprint for a lot of people that got uh, Facebook Live shows. I oh, turn yes. on Facebook and I get evolved. yeah I get it notifications. Evolved. Everybody I know got a show now, mm-hmm, and I know mm-hmm. that we were the blueprint for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Even Jada Pinkett Smith, mm-hmm. her show. Woo! Mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm I'm not that drunk. I held the cup, and there's a lot of, yeah. a lot of things could have went wrong. Down, if you're listening down. on Spotify <laughs> or iTunes, you didn't see it. But if you're on uh, Facebook, you <laughs> yeah, we, and, yeah, that would have been bad. That would have been bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, definitely appreciate y'all supporting us for almost a decade. The last it'll be seven years starting next year, and um, we've had a lot of great guests. We've had a lot of great co-hosts. 
And we're going to continue that going into the new year. We had two more shows after tonight that we'll be doing that will uh, uh, give you a really good uh, a really good segue, I guess, into the next year and the new format for the show. So having said that, we are going to drop the link for the YouTube show uh, so that you guys can follow us on YouTube and do the YouTube live. So we're going to be doing that shortly. As you see, you see what's going on. Um, we're going to be doing that shortly. And uh, I want everybody watching here, we'll post the link to YouTube in the comments. But I want you guys to um, go to the YouTube page and watch the show live. So I'm going to stop the Facebook recording in a second. And I'm going to post the link for YouTube in the comments. And then you guys go to YouTube and watch the show live and still do your comments and everything. So, um, the, the channel. Can look oh, oh yeah, you can look it up. It's a Kickback TV. One word. Kickback T and V. One word. So if you do a search on YouTube for Kickback TV, one word, it'll take you to our page, and then you'll be able to hit uh, view the live broadcast. It's our first time doing it. It's just another process of evolving, man. Seven yeah. years. Okay. Yeah, Seven man. years of evolving. It, it's like so, when... um. When it when yeah, uh yeah. Then, so um, David Banner right now um, oh, who's, who's, who's Banner what's the what's the incredible Hulk? David so, Banner's the rapper right, all right. Uh, he's out David Banner Bruce Banner Bruce Banner is, is the Hulk yes it's like the first time he got hit with the gamma ray and you take that how that situation went all the way to now where him and Bruce actually have dialogue it's a constant evolution JB I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, good. So, so yeah. Thank you, thank you for running interference while I dealt with with Nicole's Uber Eats situation. Some food was coming. And, yeah, I, it's a kickback. That's what we let's, do. Let's give it a hundred. You know, she got the munchies. Things happen. Um, so she needed to go grab her food, but I need to make sure the guy was in the right place because it's a little complicated getting here. That's not Too a bad many thing. problems with these drivers. <laughs> and um, JB, one thing I want you to do is take this, get get to our um, the YouTube link, mm-hmm. and post it in the comments on Facebook, so that we can get you guys to YouTube. Okay. So I think I, t- I think it was in the text. Okay. Um, and just go grab that link, post it in the comments. That. So Facebook, appreciate you guys for tuning in, but we are going to YouTube, and we're gonna post the link. Once the link is posted, we will transition to YouTube, and we'll meet you there. Definitely appreciate you. Um, True Love and Tahina are supposed to be arguing with me on Let's Argue Live, but we're taking Let's Argue Live and making that a segment on Kickback TV. So I got to hit them up and make sure they understand it. Um, shout out to Amelia, Andrea, Momo, Brian, Eric, Shmi, Love, Deezy, and everybody that's tuned in. I need all of y'all to keep that same energy and go with us to YouTube. Because tonight will be our first YouTube live broadcast. We're going to see what happens. Yeah. And that's why we brought Jeremy in. He was like, we, we need reinforcements for our first ever YouTube show. <laughs> I don't say much, but I'm thinking sometimes. sometimes. Facts, facts. Real talk. I posted a picture when we went on a on, on, um, camping trip. And everybody's like, oh, that place is so beautiful. That place is so beautiful. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, you know what I said. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank what I said. You. Yeah. You said oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank oh. you. I am beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That's how you are beautiful. 
uh, uh, Jennifer posted on, on my post. She commented, "It was like beautiful because it's the sky and the trees and yeah. the sky behind me." And I was like, I responded with, "Yes, I am." Because I was in this the picture guy. too. <laughs> but this guy, I, I am beautiful. Like I, I slick am. Like they be like, "No, you're beautiful." I be like, "True." <laughs> This guy. It's not you. All right. It's Wait a minute. <laughs> Let me go to the live broadcast real quick and post it in there. So JB's gonna post the link to YouTube in the comments. Exactly. Um, in the next. Yeah, I just 10, po- 15 seconds. Yeah, I just posted it from my page, but I'm gonna post it. Yeah, post it literally in the comments. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Broadcast. I got you. I got you. I gotta get back to. So all of our Facebook groups will see, right? And then they'll all right. be able to go to YouTube. Exactly. I just need to get back to that spot real quick. Seven years of support. Thank you. Forty five hundred views a week. Thank you. Yeah, it's been and a good. Um, it's been a good run on Facebook, but and, I'm and happy. JB's had sex with like most of our viewers. Oh, yeah, this guy. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just saying. Really, I'm young. Just saying. Like, like this guy this show brings a lot of doing the most <laughs> doing the most like really I'm just saying I'm just saying what's up Amelia Boykin glad you're here I, don't uh, know. I said your whole government name but that's what Facebook that's what it told me I was like oh, that's right, all right. <laughs> all right, um, go. and this is a YouTube live podcast restarted I'm hitting the uh, live option on the the uh, thing, and I see it's here, and that's how it looks. And comments are available. This is a lot more faster than Facebook. Yeah, yeah, this is a lot faster than Facebook. Yeah, how do we? Can we text Ron? Ron need to be on this shit. He was the main one complaining. I can text him the link. He he know how to get to it. Uh, allegedly. Because we had talked. Um, yeah. Yes. I just didn't see. I, I want to make sure he's dead. Because he's the whole reason that we're doing this. Because he was like, you got to keep the live component. Like, you absolutely have to. You cannot do without the live component. And I was like, okay. I just sent it to him. All right. Um, all right. So apparently I can't go to anything um, but uh, I can't leave. Um, okay, well we are here, we are live, and we're gonna figure this thing out. As we go, and we're back on um, Spotify and iTunes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, kickbackers, we're here, and uh, we're at YouTube. YouTube, we're here. That looks crooked as fuck, but on here it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't. Well, that looks crooked, too. Crooked. That does look crooked. Okay, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm just looking at the phone. The phone looks crooked to the motherfucker. <laughs> Something happened. Like, what the fuck is going on? Why does it look like that? Why does it look like that? Look how he's looking at us. He said, look how he's looking at us. 
look how, how they that look? Uh, to y'all, this look still crooked. Yeah, the phone look crooked. Oh, I can't on, see. That's what I'm saying. Like, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Which, which way? Uh, go go this way. It looked like this right now. All right, keep it right there. Yeah. Okay, so it's gonna on. take about yeah. thirty yeah. seconds. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Oh, All right, we're gonna need some better <laughs> equipment. We're doing a budget tonight. We're gonna work that shit out. We're gonna get. There we're we gonna go. fix this motherfucking problem. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, that's way better. Yeah. Hold on, real quick. This line up. Yeah, he, he can line it up with the pole and shit. Okay, so now swing it down. Now you see that big thing? Not, no, no, no. Don't touch the cam. Yeah, that. That is how you move it from now on. I'm sorry, I know that part. Yeah. So bring it down. That's how you move when you shift in this way. Yeah, you, you, the same device. So pull it down a little bit. Hold up. Hold up, there's a screw here. We can loosen it up for you. No, it, it didn't need to be loosened. Okay. I just didn't know what you were asking me to do. You like move it, like move it with. Yeah, I wanted, that's why I wanted to be clear about the handle. Uh, yeah, that's, that looks good. That's, that's better. What, what, what else do we need to make? What's All right, here, here. I think I'll take that. It's better. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I'll take that for the, for the first YouTube. Okay. That looks fine. We'll, we'll, we'll get better and better. Mm-hmm. Um, I see we got a couple people tuned in, though. I, I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. People actually came from Facebook to YouTube. We mm-hmm. appreciate you. And it, it is quicker than Facebook. It was like a 30 second delay on Facebook. It's yeah, this is like a five second delay. Mm-hmm. Maybe well, maybe maybe 9.3 seconds. I don't know how I figured it out. I just deduced it. So, welcome to Kickback TV live from Atlanta. Um, also known as the Black CNN and the Revolution. We'll, we'll be, be televised. televised. I'm new the mayor, the righteous ratchet. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Every Sunday at some point. We right back at it. Sound live fantastic. Um, JB Frank, y'all, that gangster geek representing NWA nerds with attitude. Welcome to YouTube. Happy Sunday, everybody. I'm excited. Thank y'all for tuning in. It's going to be some changes, and we should probably start talking about that after we introduce our co host. <laughs> nothing long, nothing fancy. Just go with what. Everybody knows me, Ghostface. <laughs> You've heard his voice in the background many, yeah. many, many times. You've seen him on our uh, Facebook and Instagram. Quick visits. Quick visits. It's what yeah. I do. There it is. There it is. There, there, there. Yeah. I'm about to say Welcome something. to our and, new milestone. And we have Nicole down there who's going to be joining us at some point. <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, um, it's Kickback TV. Uh, live from Atlanta, like we said, and we're on YouTube now. So shout out to Spotify and iTunes listeners who have been patient as we went from Facebook, literally did a Facebook Live, told everybody to meet us on YouTube, mm-hmm. and um, and people on iTunes and Spotify had to sit through that. So let's get um, right into some of these topics. Um, well, I guess first we were going to talk about um, what JB uh, 
how, how the week was. Yeah, yeah. Podcasting I mean, <laughs> in general, and that's yeah. why we made the switch. Yeah, I mean, we need to. This is a switch for us, you know. So before we get into topics, we need to lay some some yeah. things out for y'all first. Um, bear with us, but like the show has been evolving over the years, and we said this on Facebook Live. We're gonna say it again, so bear with us. Now it's time to really take this to the next step and to the next level. And where we see that is through the podcast and through the YouTube broadcast. Real talk, y'all, point blank. YouTube and Google monetizes this shit. Um, Facebook does not. So, you know, we we got to be in a situation where we're making money off of this. And honestly... Why would y'all be mad? You know, like who wouldn't? You know, right? New? And, and and that's and but we heard your complaints. We heard you guys saying we like the interactive portion. We like to be able to talk to you about the topics. We like that shit. And so we decided to try to find a way where we could give you the live component. Mm-hmm. Where we can communicate mm-hmm. and respond to you, right? And also make some money. And monetizing the show, 4,500 views a week, the best way to monetize that is through YouTube um, and not Facebook. Um, and so that's why we're on YouTube. And, of course, Spotify and iTunes. And um, we uh, and looking at different podcasts. I mean, we started this in uh, April of 2012. Yeah, yeah. Um, Seven and, years. Yeah, Seven and, years. And, and, and I've been doing internet radio or, uh, you know, college radio before that. And of course, I was a rapper, so I was doing that. And um, this is a place where I always thought I would wind up at. I didn't know in what capacity or how it would work. But I do want to re- like shout us out to that horn a little bit because we've had thousands of views, thousands right. of streams, right? And we're right. 100% independent. We started on an internet radio show, um, internet radio station. The station wasn't doing what we thought they needed to do, so right. we decided to do it on our own, and we fumbled through that through UStream through uh, YouTube, through Facebook, through Instagram, through Twitter, and we just found our way. There was no blueprint before us. Right. There was no show to watch. Like right, right now, it's cool to have a hip-hop podcast. Joe yeah. Budden has one. Uh, Nori has one. Um, Rap Radar. But we were doing it seven years ago. We were pioneers, and there was right. no blueprint to follow. Right. Now right. we see a blueprint. Because some celebrities started doing it, and they were able to fast track. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we know that the way to monetize this is through YouTube. Right. iTunes and Spotify. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, we appreciate the viewers and the viewership that we have had on Facebook. But, right, real talk, like, if all y'all Facebook folk can, can join us over at YouTube, that's going to be a huge step up for us. So, I'm... I'm going to ask for that directly. Like, those of you who are on, who were with us on Facebook now and who are on YouTube, thank you. Tell tell all of them other folks about how fly the broadcast still is. Because there's a reason why you stuck with us. That reason is still here. We're still us. We're still doing mm-hmm. what we do. We just join that. us Absolutely. on YouTube. Thank you for that. Facebook folk, just join us on YouTube and watch what happens. <laughs> watch how the show develops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, and you're used to listening to the show and not seeing it, you can view it at uh, go to YouTube and do a search for Kickback TV, one word, separate word podcast. So first name, Kickback T and V, second word podcast. You do that search, 
you'll find us. Um, having said that, mm-hmm. now let's get to the topics. I think we got to um, go with the top story of the week. Um, you know, it, um, for me personally, it's kind of a, a sports story. New, but hey, hey, Nicole hey. is in the building. <laughs> uh, Nicole, introduce yourself and let the people know who you are, where you're from, what you're doing, and all that good stuff. Hey guys, I'm Nicole. It's nice to meet y'all. I'm just. <laughs> Hang with the crew. Always have the best times with them. Best guys you ever could know in your life. Facts. Especially me. I don't know about these two, but, but, but when it comes to me, you're like, yeah, hell yeah, best guy. Y'all beautiful. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> beautiful. <laughs> um, so let's, uh, let me, let, we're going to bring up the topics. But first, JB, you already kind of hinted towards mm-hmm. it. And that's Meek Mill's album. Mm-hmm. Meek Mill's album came off Friday. Um, not only is it a is it an amazing album, but also it's it's it has an amazing verse from Jay Z on it. So we may have the album of the year and the verse of the year all that dropped on Friday, the uh, the last day of November. And when we say the year, you know, January first, hmm. November thirtieth, hmm. that's that's a year, nigga, and um. I'm, yeah. I'm excited about it. I'm hype about it. We're gonna talk about it, mm-hmm. but um, JB Meek is kind of he's he's talking about prison reform. He's talking about he's giving people game. Like like I say, this kind of CD is kind of CD that that makes you reevaluate some things. It makes you kind of stick your chest out. Like you got rap CDs that make you want to party. You got rap CDs that make you depressed. You got rap CDs that make you want to sell drugs. You got rap CDs that make you want to just go fuck every girl in America. And you got rap CDs that make you want to get your shit together. This Meek dropped the CD one. that made me want to get my shit together. And yes. my shit damn near together already. Yeah, but he made me want to get it more together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've I've heard the first four songs. I've heard the song with Jay Z, Jay Z's verse on it about three or four times, just because of how that verse was impactful. New, but mm-hmm. what I even detected in the first four songs was the balance. But at the same time, I felt like I was listening to Rocky music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you said, like everything was just, I mean, not to use a, a big word, but anthemic. You know, like Use your every- big words, JB. <laughs> the Harvard graduate. Use your big words. I'll explain, you know? I'll explain it to Jamie and Nick. Like, like sometimes I'm going to get a little geeky on y'all, you know. Um, but the whole, like everything that I've heard, these first four songs were anthemic. You know, I talked about the song with Cardi on it, how that was like a little party too. Like I was mm-hmm. I was a little presently, uh, pleasantly surprised, but it was still anthemic. I still felt uplifted by that song you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i think that was i think that's the message behind the whole album but it kind of pinpoints on that verse it definitely teaches you though Mm -hmm. it teaches you it's like you're sitting in class and you're learning something especially with jay-z man i've been listening to this guy for like years and his verses like it taught me like on an economic level he's been doing that for a while too yeah yeah you gotta listen to it you you now so the audience knows how old are you I am 26. I'm 42. So I've been listening to Jay Z since he came out in '96. How old were you in '96? Four. 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 Mm-hmm. So how do you? <laughs> how old were you in '96? <laughs> I was about to be born. 
Okay. Well, yeah. Youngest, so, youngest one here. <laughs> I'm going to get you guys' view on Jay-Z before we get break down this verse on who Jay-Z is in our culture. Because I know that my view, seeing him in the 90s, well, I saw him the Hawaiian Sophie days, which was the early night, 91. Um, what are you guys' view of Jay-Z in, in our culture? Um, because his career is, you know, then this spans your entire life. So, I want to see what your reaction to Jay-Z is, as opposed to me and JB. Well, like I said. Who's 55? Jesus, time flies with these ages, man. I'm not, I'm not 55. He's 21. That is is false. Really? Once you hit 21, looking as good as him and young, you don't age anymore. (laughs) It's like super Uh. young over here. He's gonna be super hype anyway after the next two weeks. We ain't even gonna be in the JB head on the show next week. This is gonna be part of his face. Um, but uh, but, but, but yeah, as a, as yeah, I, moving as on, we were going. But, no, no, let's not, let's talk about how pretty JB is. The oldest nigga First sitting he got here, the oldest motherfucker sitting pretty. He told you, he told, he told you how old he was. I'm older than him. Let's just leave it at that. Just I mean, that. if I was single, I'd go after JB. <laughs> if you still got it, you got it. Uh, okay, keep oh, okay, oh, God. Keep going she's going so nice. Going back to the, the nicest host we've ever had. Going back keep to the topic. Keep bringing women onto the show. Jesus. Keep bringing women onto the Jesus, show. Jesus, man. Like, let's keep doing this. Back to the topic. Anyway, back to the Jeremy. Damn. Damn. All right. Back to the topic. He's always been like a teacher, man. Not JB, Jay Z. Correction, Jay Z. <laughs> My instructions will come later. Bend over. Uh. <laughs> Spread your cheeks. <laughs> Oh, my bad. Those are my instructions. My bad. My bad. All right, Jeremy, take over the show. We're getting totally sidetracked. And that's why we have been friends for 30 oh, years. Oh, all right. All right. Jeremy, save the show, please. Save the show, exactly Jeremy. what I was thinking. Save the show. Before we get canceled. Going back to the top of this shit before we uh, cast off some more. Right. Uh, oh, oh, it's perfect. You guys said it earlier. It's like he's he's saving the black culture. He's saving yeah. the black race, like single-handedly with his music, and he's teaching you on how to do it. Also, for mm-hmm. yourself, also, like on a financial standpoint of how to invest and keeping up with your history. It's that's that's what I get from him, man. That's why I've been listening to him. Non-stop for these so many years. Learned so much from that man. No bullshit. Like the verse starts with you know, you know, land of the free. You know, where black people are slaves. You know, what I'm saying three fifths of a man. I believe that was the phrase. Like so, we're starting with the beginning. We're three fifths of a human being, and then he walks you through the process. And oh, I want to say something because. Uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to correct Joe Budden podcast and a couple others that mess some stuff up. Before I get to that, I want to talk about this. He made the line about Kanye where he said, red hats, don't, uh, don't Michael and Prince me and Ye. Um, they try to separate you when you have Michael and Prince's DNA. Now, he's making, of course, a uh, uh, comparison between 
Jay Z and Kanye's thing with uh, feud comparison thing with Michael and, and uh, Prince. And Prince, of course, was fuck the record labels, do my own thing, had slave on his face, and being independent. And Michael was the darling of the record labels up until he died, which some people say that's why they killed him. I'm not going to go into that conspiracy theory right now. But um, clearly, Jay Z sees himself as Prince and sees Kanye as Michael Jackson. And he said, don't pit us against each other. Yes, he had to make a tweet. Where it was like, y'all didn't get what I meant. I meant don't pit my brothers against each other no matter what our differences are, which is the Trump MAGA hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still brothers. When um, Kanye actually responded to that tweet and said, um, watch the throne part two. Like, are we going to do some more shit together? And who knows if they will, even if they're really speaking. But I thought that it was very interesting that people heard that line and thought, oh, Jay-Z this Kanye. And then clearly he was like, don't pit us against each other. Now, he didn't mention a MAGA hat, which is an L that Kanye has to wear. He's, Kanye going to get past that L. Take this L, nigga. You're going to hold that forever. But Jay-Z's verse was bigger than just Kanye with a hat. It was don't pit us against each other. Don't have us fighting um, like y'all did with Michael and Prince. Yeah, we we can't go down a, a Kanye rabbit trail because that's... That's another topic for discussion, you know, but what I will say about that was I appreciate the way you broke down that punchline because I caught bits and pieces of that, but not all of that. Mm -hmm. Having heard the punchline so many times at this point and now hearing your explanation, it makes a lot more sense to me. Mm -hmm. Um, That being said, you know, I I don't know that the the parallel there is so poignant because I don't know that Kanye has always been the Michael Jackson in that dichotomy. Um, mm. um you know, mm. because Jay Z is the one who has met with Warren Buffett. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um Jay Z is the one who has made all of these phenomenal corporate deals. Um and that's what Michael did and Prince didn't. Um, so we got to look at that dichotomy too. I think that's where that parallel happens. It's basically saying when you have two brothers who are literally at the top of the world, the last thing you're going to do is separate us. I think that's where the metaphor really hits home. We can't be separating ourselves because of our own personal opinions. It's got to be about making certain things happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that was kind of the point of that verse. Fuck that dumb shit. <laughs> Let us keep it moving. Because we're all black. And money is only green yeah. in America. Yeah, yeah it, it was it was it was it was a crazy verse. I, I, I call it verse of the year. I'm calling it verse of the year. Um and let's see. Let me see something here, JB. I want to make sure we get your comment here, and I don't see it. Um, while I'm looking for that, I want you to go on here and, and, and make sure that your where you posted that on the live, the, the, the link for YouTube is still in there. Okay. Um, that's what I still in there, then it's actually there. Um, and actually inbox it to me on Facebook. And don't mind this, this is going to happen a lot. Yeah, this, this is a step today. So yeah. We learn as we go. Well, now if you go to the Instagram page, your guys' Instagram page, you have the link right there. If they could just go to the Instagram page, find it that way too. 
Boom. Okay, there you go. Uh, and if you're, uh, yeah, go to the, if you're on Spotify, or actually, I'm going to post this here because our Facebook viewers don't, aren't watching anymore because they don't, they're not on YouTube. Mm. So let me tell them, go to our IG page, which is. All right, I just put it on Messenger for you. I'm about to go to, I'm about to post it in your timeline too. Good, good shit. Kickback TV at Kickback TV Show to watch live on YouTube. Um, all right, now I'm seeing your timeline. Well, they light me on that mountain. That mountain picture popping. They, 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 they liking the fuck on that picture. <laughs> I think they liking the mountain. By the way, oh, where, where was that? That's what we doing? Blood Mountain. Blood, Blood Mountain, mountain Blood and Georgia. Yeah, yeah. That was a hell of a trip. That was a lot of fun. So, um... First, it was a little bumpy, though. <laughs> yeah, the first one with all that rain. We almost died. We had the kids with us. That shit was sleeping on crazy. the side of the mountain. The like, fact how like, we knew it was like, so bad was we were walking down and people was walking up and they're like, y'all spend the night here? Yeah, like, like yeah, yeah. We do realize how bad that storm was. <laughs> oh, we realized it more than you, motherfuckers. <laughs> we was out there on the mountain in a storm. God damn it. We almost died. Um, shit, me and Jeremy shit, was, was, was on a slope. Yeah. We, like, I shit could have slid off the <laughs> fucking moment. Down. I was waking up in the middle of the night, scooching up, like, oh my God, I'm going to die, I'm going to sleep. You would have slipped, you would have slipped far down that mountain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it, was, it yeah. was bad. I, I had to watch the top of the tent the whole night to make sure that it didn't start. You had a rough, you had a rough too. You had no top. Yeah, you had no top. You had to get your tarp from under the tent. And put it on top of the tent in the middle of the storm, yep. <laughs> so you and your kids wouldn't get wow. Yeah, yeah. It was it was real. It was real. But I'm, I'm liking the outdoorsy life. Like now, I'm like, okay, I can do some outdoorsy shit. Like like honestly, real nigga shit. That'll happen sometimes. Like yeah. it, it it just it. You got to be ready. Like we were ready for that. So mm-hmm. that's why we survived. And that's what it is. It's really that simple. Mm-hmm. That's you already made enough investments on mm-hmm. that too. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, and all right. Well, let's get to the next topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Mick Mill's album is a great album. You should mm-hmm. get it. Mm-hmm. Jay Z's verse, arguably verse of the year. And you see how we're making moves. You're gonna see how we're making moves um, to exemplify what we heard and the thoughts that were expressed. Because, like, we're all about changing things for the better. We're going to share that with you. You're going to see that. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot because everybody's going to know, well, what did she think? Why, what, what's going on? What you think about the bird? What you think about the... What do you think about what we're... Either the verse or what we're taking from the verse. Either or. You can attack it whichever way you want. 
I'll be honest, I actually didn't really grow up listening to Jay-Z, and I haven't really listened to what and, he's doing now. And that's, I think that speaks to a large percentage of our audience, because everybody didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, we are, you know, me and Jay, you know, I'm a Jay-Z stan. I know he's at least a fan. In Germany, it seems like he's he's there with Jay-Z. With somebody that's not, which is probably 30, 40% of the demographic. So uh, what are your thoughts? Um, well, did you, did, did you hear the verse and, and did you take anything from it or it just wasn't on your radar at all? It just honestly wasn't on my radar. Is that typically how you feel about Jay-Z? Is Jay-Z just not on the radar? It's more of I just never really grew up listening to him. I always scattered myself listening to other stuff, so I actually have not had the chance to listen to him, but I am going to listen to him after this podcast because okay. I need to catch up and okay. experience more. Well, let me okay. ask you another fan question. fan has been born. Well, let me ask we did you. our job. <laughs> let me ask you another question because it's interesting, and this is what New hit me with. I'm a recent fan of Jay-Z's, meaning that I've been listening to Jay-Z for like maybe the last five, six years, but it's real easy to catch up on somebody's career, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, what what inspires you the way Jay-Z inspire us, and is that something that you can find in music? Inspiration? Inspiration that literally, like, you know, galvanizes you into action. Yeah, like Jay Z spit a verse and it made me go do some different shit tomorrow. Honestly, I think that's what I really like about Jay Z, or any singer who has enough power to motivate people to move toward the right way in their life. But honestly, I actually do appreciate a lot of the rappers nowadays who are coming out, who are against gun violence, and who are standing up saying these kids today need something different to listen to. They need something more to better themselves. We shouldn't be putting people down. We should be rising people up and not putting them underground. Yeah. Okay. Is, are there any younger artists that are doing that, that, that you gravitate towards? Or do you seek that? Do you get that from political figures or from actors or from... Are there any rappers that give you that? Uh, one of the rappers... I just remember them from Love and Hip Hop. I don't remember their names, but one of them was talking about it, and that's how... I found out about it and he threw an event here in Atlanta saying we need to stop the violence after his son okay. got shot somewhere I think in Midtown okay okay cool to yo yeah that's Nicole yep <laughs> that's, that's what I wanted yep. to hear thank you um, yeah that's that's real I mean I don't know music is different for us you know? yeah definitely in I'm about to explain I mean, why. Yes. Going from a rapper who some was shot in the Nicole was telling us about that spoke out about it to a rapper who probably doesn't care if his son gets shot. And I'm talking about 50 Cent mm-hmm. and, and Good our segue. just went viral Segway. section of the show. Um, 50's son uh, took a picture with Kenneth Supreme McGriff's son and 50 and Supreme are sworn enemies, like not rap enemies, like shooting at each other, trying to kill each other enemies. And I don't think I'm snitching because I think that's, I think people know that. Um, so their sons took a picture together basically saying, we're standing in solidarity, um, which on one hand is beautiful. Like the fathers try to kill each other, but the sons are going to be united. But on the other hand, that nigga tried to kill me. You don't go take pictures with his son. 
this is somebody who tried to kill me. And 50 made the comment like, if either one of these two little niggas got hit by a bus, it wouldn't really affect my day. But you know, you said rapper, and I just thought of one. One of the rappers I actually do admire would be Logic. Ever since he came with that hotline, or not really a hotline, but it was the call for people who have depression and who are thinking about suicidal thoughts, mm-hmm. I think honestly he's probably one of the good ones right now. You would pick the, the one rapper I can't fucking stand. What? I love the song, and I love his message. We're, we're from the same area, and he his white privilege um, got him to a level that, that my career, that, that my black privilege didn't allow me. So, so I, I feel aware of logic. Him. I was like, oh. But, 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 but the song but, but is amazing. The, but the awareness, it has gained it, a lot of awareness. The though. song is amazing. Him doing the song is commendable. I don't have anything negative to say about that. He's just a rapper I don't fuck with. But what he did was exemplary. It deserves to be credited, and he deserves... Uh, you know, when you do things like that, but from the heart, you don't you don't need praise. But he still deserves praise for that because he did it. So I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I just don't like him, and, and not, not like for a quality reason. Only because he white, he got on, and I and I didn't, and I couldn't. It, it's a very basic hater thing with me, with him and Logic. There's this, with me and Logic. There's no substance, substantive well, thing with when me. Logic gets on this show, I'm going to be sitting here in your spot interviewing him. Right, because I'm not going to do it. It's going to have to be you, because I ain't going to do it. <laughs> White, black, they don't know what he is. He got a cousin named Keisha, so he think he black. Motherfucker. Motherfucking Logic. I respect your candor, um, but going back to 50 and that whole situation, um, what jumped out at me was... Um, you know, the history behind it. This wasn't just yeah. one single picture, you know, and you broke that mm-hmm. down when we were kind of prepping for the show off the air. New. Um, the history is kind of fucked up. And what we're seeing is what can happen when, you know, there's there's too much bullshit going on with the mom and the dad and the child's life. Basically, his mom turned him against his father the way you broke it down to me, New. And I think, you know, I... For a lot of our viewers, I don't think I'm relating something that they don't already know. You know, what well, I'm maybe haven't you know experienced. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, but this is this impact, you know, and this isn't the first picture. So that yeah. kind of that kind of he's been taking to, pictures with all of Fifty's enemies. Right. Um, it will be what we would deduct from that is deduce from that is that he's trying to antagonize Fifty. And 50's like, fuck you, you're not my son. And they're like, oh my God, like he said that. And he's like, you, you riding with my enemies. They're using you as a pawn to get to me, and you're letting them. Um, as, as, as fathers, how do you, like, it, if your son, you know, the mother turned them against you, and they decided to ride with your enemies, and to pose with your enemies, and hang with your enemies, like you're... Like, not your enemies as people you don't get along with. Your enemies is, as in people who have tried to kill you. Your enemies as in people you've tried to kill. Is that... I guess that's all I want to know. Can you turn your back on your son at that point? Or, wow. like, like, what is the father's... Getting into 50s mind. What's the father feel? Like, you're my son. You're 18, 19 years old. And you are posing with my enemies. Hanging with my enemies. People you know tried to kill me. What do you... How do, uh, as a father, is it your son can do no wrong ever? And you're a little disappointed, but it's my son? 
Or, or is there ever a point when you go, man, fuck you, dog. Too much is too much. And I'm asking y'all to. Um, I appreciate that question. It's a difficult question yeah. because... You know, part of that dichotomy for me personally is operating both as a father and as a son because my father still lives. You know what I'm saying? Um, this whole situation for me is totally outside the pocket. Totally. I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all. Totally outside the pocket. You know, <laughs> I've tried to be a good father to my children um, their mother has done some interesting shit, but never, you know, never anywhere close to what 50s baby mama did with his son. Never anywhere close. My father is a phenomenal father. James A., shout out if you ever check the YouTube shout broadcast. James A. Um, and my grand, you know, I, I don't understand this. So I don't understand how it could get so horrible. That being said, I know for a fact there is a point where you have to recognize that your children are their own human beings. And part of who they are is their responsibility, but also a big part of who they are is who they are. And there needs to be almost a human level of separation that happens because eventually your son has to be a man. Eventually, your daughter has to be a woman, and you got to treat them, <laughs> you know, like you treat a man or a woman. And real nigga shit, how would you treat any other man who did this type of shit? It's a, it's a dichotomy because you do it for two reasons. One, he's a human being fucking up your life, and two, he's got to know that this is the way real niggas deal with this shit. You know what I'm saying? So there's that dichotomy there. I know that was a long way to answer you too, but it's a lot there to kind of work through. And I think there's a lot there for 50 to work through right now, which is, you know, why it kind of took him a while to get to this point. You know what I'm saying? Jeremy? Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fine line. I mean, between being a father and then letting your own child, like, its wings like, like perfectly as you said sometimes you gotta just let him be a human being but I also got I got my life also mm-hmm. now I can't say much cause that's a whole different situation that I I have not gone through I, I hope never but <sighs> it's a fine line I don't really have an answer for it uh you really want to be continue to be a father, but <laughs> my child's now an adult. Got got to handle your own situations. I'm more with fifty on this move, I guess. Okay. Well, no, 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 no. Excuse me. Omit that. I'm against it. Okay. Like I would, I wouldn't. That's my answer right now, which I hope I never come up to that situation. I wouldn't have done what 50 had did. Okay. Because like so, you said, trying trying to trying to kill somebody. And this is this is my blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but he's hanging with the people that tried to kill you. Yeah. So like 
Well, Nicole, as, a, as putting you in a position as a mother, what, what, how do you, how can, how do you internalize this? Or as you know, seeing your son do that to your husband or whatever, like, like, getting to that role, like, how would you feel? Actually, what I was thinking about the entire time we were talking about this, because uh, unfortunately, I don't have the best relationship with my parents, and they're very, very strict on me. They're I'm very sheltered. It's very. Hard. It was very hard for me trying to do what I needed to do and try to grow up as a woman and try to live my life as a young woman. But anyway, in my shoes, if I was the mother to that child that he's hanging with the wrong crew, but he wants to kill my husband or his friends want to kill my husband, I would sit down and talk to my child. I raise you to do the right thing. And I know I did all I can to raise you the right way, where you should know what to do and what not to do. But if you do this, I can't do nothing because you're an adult. You make your choices and you put your action into them. But my thing is, if you are hanging with those type of people and you hear something, even if this is just as a joke or if it's the legit deal, and they have an actual day where they're gonna go and go kill your father. I want you to text him and call him a thousand times or more to let him know that he needs to go or he needs to come home. I don't care. Because it's my husband, that's, yeah. that's my man, that's your father, it's the right thing to do. Blood is thicker than water. Even though DNA doesn't always make a family, it should matter because it's your father. And I should raise you right, and I did raise you right, so you should better know what to do in this situation. That that's interesting because there is a baby mother in in this situation. I want to comment on what she said as well. Um, continue. That it's it's just deep. She, now, now, what, now, what, now in that situation, they've broken up and them all together, <laughs> and the mother hates the father. Does that change anything for you if you were in a situation where you broke That's up exactly and now you about hate your ex and you strongly dislike him? Like, it, it's just, I wonder if there's ever a point where the mother goes, fuck your father. But whoa, nigga. We can't do that. Like, it's codes and morals and ethics. Like, you can be mad at him, I can be mad at him, we can bash him. But you can't just go take pictures and hang with the nigga that tried to kill him. Did, like, does that change anything for you? I wouldn't want anything against the mother, the mother, the father of my child. Like, if I was on bad terms with him and we didn't work out, it still don't matter. It's a life. We should not be able to say, "Hey, yes, go kill him again." Like right now, let's go. Even though we're hanging together, I'll still do it with you. It's. If you just know you need to tell them, it doesn't matter what they did to you, a life for a life, and no one needs to lose a life more than we should already. I it, agree, Jimmy. It, it's interesting because um, you brought up a lot of good points that I really, really respect. Um, and the first one was, you know, kind of the criticality of the parent-child relationship and the impact that you have on a child's life. You made a lot of assumptions based on your own character and what you would do, and I mm -hmm. respect that. The difficulty is that we're not entirely confident in this situation that all of the steps that you have proceeding to that point have actually occurred. Mm -hmm. Proper raising of the child, 
proper understanding of the child's important, mm -hmm. the father's importance in the child's life, proper understanding of who the father is, mm -hmm. because you are making the presupposition that at the end of the day, this is your father. This is an important man in your life. This is mm -hmm. a role model, right? Um, the problem is that we can't make those assumptions about 50s baby mama. Oh, yeah. You know, and and that's what I struggle with because um, <clears throat> actions speak louder than words. Period, point blank. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the yeah. goal of the mama needs to be to raise the child. So, if the daddy is fucking up, and you know, I know a lot of daddies out there who be fucking up, like if he's fucking up the kid's life, then maybe he shouldn't be in the kid's life. Real nigga shit. But my understanding of 50's situation is that 50 wasn't fucking up. Mm -hmm. You know? So, the first mistake was already made before we got to this point. Mm -hmm. You know? And 50 kind of acknowledged that in some of the articles that I read about this and some of the things that he said. He was like, I probably could have been a better father to, to this dude through the years. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, there's all of this shit going on. Um, I hate to do this, but I, I think I'm putting more of this on the mom. And your comments actually brought this out of me. Mm -hmm. Because you made a lot of assumptions that I don't think she has made in her life. That oh, she should have made. Mine was more of just in general, like scenario. I probably should have pointed that out first for that situation because I don't know a lot about it. I don't. I never really follow Fifty Cent's uh, career and anything like that. But I meant in any day situation life. That's what I mostly meant. But I don't really know that story. But I just meant in a genuine situation. Well, and mm -hmm. and and I respect that, you know, and <clears throat> that, and I, I like your generalizations, is what I'm saying, because mm -hmm. those are the generalizations that. All mothers, all fathers should make, mm -hmm. is what I'm saying, you know, and those lead you to a place that I don't think they're at right now. Right. I'll, I'll end it with, you know, of course, you know, positive energy and prayers to all involved. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I, I want their healing, mm -hmm. but as a nigga who doesn't even talk to his own father, I hope that they get to a point where they can't communicate. And that's why I led with what I led with. Actions speak louder than words. But he's doing it. 50's son is doing something. You know, depending on how you view it. And in and, and, and a capsule, like, in it's one incident instance where he's hanging with that one person's child, you could go, well, maybe they're trying to break the chain of violence. But he's done it so many times with every enemy that 50 had that near. It's kind of like, all right, man, what are you doing? Like, come on now. And um, I want 50 to be the wiser, and I want him to act like he's 40-something. And I want him to find a way to forgive and to grab his son and be like, look, little nigga. And I hope they get it together. I don't know if they will, but I know if they do, it has to be 50. It ain't going to be the son. The son is lashing out. It ain't going to be him that fixes it. If he gets fixed, it's going to have to be 50 that fixes it. And I, I hope that 50 has the wisdom and the patience and whatever is needed. Because as a person who's been without a father my entire 42 years of life, 
I know it would, be, it would have been cool to have one. And it would be cool to have one today. Starting, like, if we started today and just until next 20 years till he dies or whatever, that would still be cool. That's real. It wouldn't be what I needed, but it would be cool. I like that answer. So I want, I hope I like that, that 50 answer. can be the man that my father ain't been and fix the shit with your son. Don't wait till he's 42 and don't wait till he's 50. Find the fucking way. And I know that's, that, that is a, a charge I'm putting on somebody who may have tried every single way. And if 50's tried every single way, make up a new one. Find a way. That's your child. Yeah. Just try. Am I being unrealistic? No, no you're not. This is what they need to hear. Okay. No, no, you're not. And, I mean, you make me want to tell my story because, like, <laughs> like it's it's a tumultuous one. Um I am extremely blessed because of the parentage that I had, but it did not come easy. I grew up as a child of two divorcees. So I grew up with four step siblings. You know, four children who basically had to make a decision about whether they liked me or hated me because mm-hmm. I was literally the physical representation of their parents' infidelity. Mm-hmm. That's literally what happened in my life. You know, um, so, you know, the whole good father, bad father thing is different for me because I saw what my parents did to keep all of their children in their lives and try and make it work. I feel like, you know, I, I'm I'm blessed to a point where I don't even I like. Sometimes I have difficulty expressing it because I know it's not fair, because I know how other people grew up. You know what I'm saying? But all I can do is share my experiences to give people inspiration and hope, and show them that they can change that pattern. You know what I'm saying? You can be a, pa- a better parent than your parents were mm-hmm. because my better my parents were better parents than their parents were. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. all I can do. Um, I, do. I-, I think it's real important because I get the... My gut is that 50 tried to do that, but that gives you an indication of how difficult it is. And that's the message for me. I hear that. And... We can talk about this forever. Yeah. We got, but we got to move on. Mm-hmm. The what the fuck story of the week. Mm-hmm. Former Chiefs running back Kareem Hunt was caught on videotape. You fucked uh, my whole fantasy team up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Punching, yeah. pushing, and kicking a woman. You motherfucker. Um, we saw this with Ray Rice. We've seen this with a few other athletes, but we have video evidence, um, like the very right thing we made yeah. it so striking. Yeah. Um, where we saw the the part that hit me the hardest, I'll speak to, is the woman was on the ground and Kareem Hunt kicked her. I don't know what they were arguing about, and I have a temper. Like, I have a world renowned temper. <laughs> I am not the most logical person when I'm angry, but. Kicking a woman, kicking a person while they're on the ground. 
You're trying to do real serious yeah, physical that's a harm. Lot. That's a lot. That's man. like you don't care yeah. if they go to the hospital. You don't care what like happens at that point. And, and I've been kicked before. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've been stomped out. I've been stomped yeah, to the ground. Like, like it's, I'm laying on the ground and I've been stopped, stomped until I was unconscious. Really? Yeah. I've been thinking I'm going to beat you up. Well, no, it was like eight of them. Oh, to be clear, oh, so you got jumped. to be clear, oh. I got jumped outside of a Beezer nightclub in Washington D.C. Mm. in 2008. Yeah, niggas stomped my fucking face into the ground. Um, yeah, all of them. Um, thank no, God, this, thank is, God a, this is a running back though, so that kick is. Yeah, and this is this is a world class athlete. Um, That's some serious damage. Yeah, and. <laughs> like, no talk. <laughs> Actually, Jeremy, you don't want to tell me about this interview today. He did an interview on ESPN. Yes. And it... Exclusive. It did not explain it. Mm-hmm. And he shot away from a lot of it. Um, one, we got to get to a point, And we should be to the point. Matter of fact, not, no longer get to a point. I'm going to say it. I'm going to frame it the way it should be. We are at a point. Too bad we weren't there before. Same on all of us men. We're here now. You can't put your fucking hands on a woman like Absolutely that. Absolutely not. You Absolutely can't punch not. her. You can't kick her. Absolutely you can't not. push her. And you as sure as fuck can't kick her once you're on the ground. Absolutely That's not. just where we are. Yes. We're not going to discuss it. We're not going to equivocate it. There it is. We're not going to have a, a meeting about it. Absolutely. You can't do there it. There is no justification for his behavior at no. all. Absolutely But not. even saying that his behavior is still deplorable. It is still extra. We've already established the guidelines of what you can't do. This is he went beyond than, those guidelines. This was worse than that. And um, yes. he deserves punishment. Yes. I don't know what the punishment is. Did, did you take away his livelihood for the rest of his life? Like, goddamn! If you judge me on the mistake I made when I was twenty-two, I, my life like I'm forty-two now. I would have had twenty years of fuckery and probably another, God willing, another forty years of more fuckery. So I don't know that <laughs> you know at twenty-two. Or twenty three, you in my life forever. I'm glad you said that shit though. Nima. However, um, go, go ahead, finish that. I, point. I, 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 yeah, we'll finish that point. I'm going right to you, Jay. Yeah. However, action needs to be taken, and action was taken by the Kansas City Chiefs once the video was released. Quickly. Yeah, quickly. While they're watching the video. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Like the Me Too movement has sprouted, and it is putting a lot of people in check. And we should have been behaving better before this, but we weren't for whatever, you know, out of our own ignorance. And now that the Me Too movement is here, if you give a fuck, you're checking yourself and you're reevaluating and you're making sure you don't make the same mistakes that you made in the past or the same mistakes that our forefathers made in the past with our fucking utter disrespect for fucking women. It's like crazy. Okay, we did it. We didn't know we were that bad. Now we know. I know how bad I was based on what, I, what the Me Too movement has taught me. I know how fucked up I was. And I don't want to be that way anymore. And I don't see how every man hasn't had that epiphany where it's like, you know, I'm not talking about beating people up and shit. I'm talking about just maybe how you talk to a woman. You know what I'm saying? Just as simple as that. <coughs> how you communicate. Like, I realized how fucking bad I was, and I'm making changes. And this shit happened February of this year. So I, I don't know that I can give Kareem Hunt credit for making changes when he did this this year. Um, I believe that he will attempt to make a change because 
Nobody will lose their job, their career, especially when it's such a high-profile thing. You know, like, like I don't want to lose my job, and I'm not making millions of dollars, but I don't want to lose it. Well, and he's making millions, and he has a chance to be a cultural icon, and he's lost it based on him not being able to control his temper and how he's acted, his level of disrespect for women. And that's really what it boils down to, because you don't act that way if you respect women. Well, I'm glad you said all of that because that feeds directly into my comments, New. Um, let me ask a, America, the world, a simple question. What do you think would happen at your job if they found out that you were basically committing a felony? Let's back off. Not a felony, a misdemeanor. Let's, no, let's, no, I, I don't want you to say that. If they found out you kicked a woman while she oh, was on the yeah. ground, okay. fuck the charges. Let's just get to the, the nitty gritty. I'm, they I'm found going, out you I'm kicked going. a woman while she was on the ground. I'm what going, the fuck I, would I, your I'm, job I'm making, do? I'm making this more egregious because I'm talking about his, specifically his career and specifically yeah, what I, I, I mean, the judgment, I, I think you're not making it as egregious enough. You're okay. saying just a felony or just a misdemeanor. No, it's, I want it to be what he did. It's what he did is terrible. What I'm saying is I'm okay with him losing his NFL career forever because of what he did. Because what happens when you do this type of shit in the workplace? Even no. lesser shit than this. You're done. And this is why I have trouble with the NFL. Because when you do this type of shit... Your career in that industry is over, nigga. Like, it's over. If you get caught doing some bullshit like this... Say what it is. Say what it is. If you get caught beating a woman on video, if you get caught committing an absolute horrible felony, a hate crime on video, your career is over in any other industry where you work. Life insurance, finance, IT, fucking anywhere. He deserves to lose his career in NFL. Mm -hmm. Ray Rice lost his career in NFL. He had to find another way to pay his rent, to pay his house note. Because the NFL was fucking over. That's what the fuck it should be when you do some shit like this. That's what I'm saying. Because the wanna, standards are so much higher everywhere else than at the NFL. I want I want to jump in, but I but I can't right now. I want to hold off. Um, Nicole, I want to get your thoughts. So, are you familiar with the situation? Mm, I'm just as far as I'm hearing, just a man kicking a girl on the ground. Yeah, so he had a kick. Mm. He had a kickback. Not no, I don't call it that because I won't give our show that negative connotation. He had a get together with some of his friends. And they brought some extra girls, and him and one of the girls got into some arguments. They proceeded the whole night, and they ended with him pushing her. He pushed her. She tried to hit him back. What she did, she successfully pushed him back, and he came. And they, everybody separated them. And then he came back out, pushed somebody into her, and knocked her to the ground. And while she was on the ground, walked into her and kicked her, like stomped her. Uh, while she was on the ground, then other people grabbed him and pulled him away. So we don't know what he would have done if nobody grabbed him. Mm-hmm. But we know what we saw. And the NFL got wind of the, the video was released by TMZ. Shout out to TMZ because they were exposing a lot of y'all fuck niggas and all the bullshit y'all do. Um, 
So they presented the video. We saw it, and immediately his team, the Kansas City Chiefs, cut him. You you don't work for us no more. Get the fuck on. And the general consensus is that every NFL team will shun him, and he will not have a job in the NFL again. Um, and we're speaking to all of that. Mm-hmm. So, see, I was thinking about that when we were talking about it. The fact I was thinking about it in my mind is like, did she put us put her hands on him too as well? She got a punch in after he pushed her, and after he attacked her, she defended herself with a punch. Now, if she had punched him first, I still would put him in the wrong, but I would it would, I would be a little more understanding. He attacked her physically first from what the video shows. Now, we don't know what happened an hour ago, but what we were able to see, he attacked her physically, she responded physically, and he took it to the next level. See, I don't like... Can- don't violence at all. No man has any right whatsoever to put your hands on a female. But same thing for females. I would never put my hands on my man to deck him in the face or anything like that. It's not going to happen. It's not going to work. So honestly, he should have been more man enough to walk away. He should know that obviously if you're going to be in a situation with a woman and you're, you're provoking her and she's provoking you back, you might, you're at a club, so you're probably drinking anyway, so anything could make you set off quickly. And then you put your hands on her, and then she put your hands on you, that's when you should have walked. There's a limit, especially if you're an icon, you're a player, and you're representing your team and your state, you should be professional enough and think in my mind, I know there are a lot of people around, everyone got an iPhone or a smartphone, that this can get posted somewhere. And obviously, since I'm famous, my whole team, my whole career, everyone who's watching me is going to know about this. 